Oh god, we lost her again. Why? I've got literally like the best webcam ever. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds like Deutsch has an entire motorway inside his house. That was thunder. Thunder this time. And oh, lightning. Okay. Very, very frightening. <laughs> Sounds frightening. So video is recording now. Ooh, too many concurrent sessions. What the heck's going on with that? Try again. Why? Jeez, <laughs> 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 I've literally never seen this issue before. Uh, you can't hear me, Pyrophoric says? What? I don't know what's going on. It wouldn't be an Anna stream if I, if there wasn't technical difficulties, to be honest. I've got no sound from you now. Okay, every all sound just cut off, but welcome to the Friendly Frontier. Where nothing is working and we're having 500 technical difficulties at once. <laughs> Welcome. Perfect. Brilliant. Amazing. Brilliant. <laughs> oh. Oh. And where creative innovation meets innovative creativity. Indeed. Where possible. Where, wherever possible. <laughs> wherever we can. Whenever technical difficulties. I'm getting an It's so way. funny. Where, okay, Anna, in three... And then there was silence, and I was like, I can't, I don't know when it says one. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't, so I'll, I'll own up, that wasn't anything, that was me. That, that's a thing I do, and I should have warned you. <laughs> I went that's, five forward. That's a thing everybody does in the movie industry, just so they make sure they're not on the audio track. They go five, four, three. Okay. But it's just hard this when you can't see me. the first time that has ever happened to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning so much from the Friendly Frontier. <laughs> Oh, if I'd seen it in, yeah, if there was hand movements, yeah. there was no hand movements. No, there wasn't. There was just me being there. There was zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just silent. Well, anyway, welcome to the Fortnightly <laughs> Frontier. <laughs> I sound like a old-timey circus announcer for some reason. I am Darianator. Over there is Meyer, and between us, hello, Rowena Dimitriou. Rowena Dimitriou. People are going to actually think I'm called Rowena, don't they? Because you are the voice of... Uh, Things. Yes. Yes. Ruby <laughs> It's uh, it's it's good to meet you. Um, sorry. Hey, no, it's nice to meet really... you. A lot of people say that at school as a joke. It's uh, nice to meet you. Oh, right. I'm mm. sorry. I didn't even mean to do it. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she didn't mean to do it. I, I really didn't. Um, I told myself I wasn't going to do it, and it slipped. Anyway, welcome. It's good to see you. And um, nice, nice to we... have you on the show. Nice to have you on the show. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, for those who don't know who you are, Anna. So, Anna is a uh, is a voice actor, and um, she's done a lot of really cool things for Star Citizen. But, um, Anna, before we start, could you yeah. tell um, everybody about yourself? Um, in relation to Star Citizen, or as a human being? Um, whatever, see, whatever fits. <laughs> whatever you in want. In the beginning, the universe was created. <laughs> Started back in nineteen ninety three. My mother gave birth to me and crew in a hospital. Um, hopefully, I think it went well from my memory. So I'm here now. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'm I'm an actor, a voice actor. The voice acting came afterwards, and that seems to be actually the thing I've done the most of okay. in my whole career. So that seems to be more kind of where my groove is actually landing at the moment. And I'm not mad about it at all. I love it because video games have been a massive part of my life since I was about 13. I never realized that my job could actually 
blend into that world. So I'm more than happy that they are doing that. Um, so, but yeah, Star Citizen is the first kind of game that her, people have kind of been aware of me in, I, I suppose. It has probably the biggest fan base of a game that I've done um, so far. I've got a couple of games coming out soon, but I can't talk about those. But NDA. so far, yeah, Star, Star Citizen is, is the one that everyone went, oh, we, 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 ha- we love that game. Therefore, we love you. So that's been really, really lovely to have been welcome, welcomed into this community. And yeah, I'm the voice of the Microtech Hologram New Babbage and Rowena Dooley in the Xenothreat missions and more. I have done more work for them since and that yeah. will be up- uploaded soon. That's awesome. A couple of others, I think, weren't you also the... the... Excuse me, there's a thunderstorm going out outside my window. So really every, every it, once in a while... Damn it, now I'm going to have to dub that in. Um, aren't you also the voice of, as I was trying to say, uh, the announcer lady at Port Olisar? Something about uh, the, the only very announcery first one? stuff that I've done has been from for Microtech. Oh, okay. So, yeah. like getting on and off the trains at Microtech, the when you're walking around Microtech, all of that is still the only work. The only work that I've done is is. Is from New Babbage, yeah. It's yeah. all New Babbage orientated. Yeah, no, because unless they've taken my voice and maybe put it onto something. Oh insane. no, that that would have been much, much older. Yeah. It would have been twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. Oh no, no, yeah. no, 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 okay. But yeah, it's really cool to to have you on the show. So like, uh, you said that you've thank done you voice acting. Oh, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. We actually have no, some. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> But like, uh, so you mentioned you d- you've done some voices for Star Citizen. So, um, in the game industry in general, or like uh, just voiceover as a whole, uh, what other mm. things have you done before? You know, like uh, getting into Star Citizen, you know, and that kind of thing. Uh, so I graduated from drama school two thousand and sixteen. I was very very lucky, and I got um, the lead in a feature film straight away within about within about five months. Oh, so wow. I went and filmed that, and that was on Netflix for about four years. It only got taken off about a month ago, which is crazy. But we had a good four year run on Netflix, and it's on Amazon Prime and stuff like that. Um, did another film after that for WWE. If anyone's a wrestling nerd, I did Marine Six Close Encounter Close. Close Quarters, not Close Encounters. That's an alien film. But you wrestled or you um, did voiceover for it? No, I was the actor in that, just a, norm, just a regular actor. Okay. Oh, okay. I did, that was before I'd done any voice work at all. So I did two movies in one year. And then after that, the voice stuff just started becoming more prominent, really. I did a few short films and stuff like that. Um, and then voice started making sense. But it's funny because I always, I always knew that my voice could probably be used in... It's quite, quite a useful voice, I guess, the way that it for my age group and for video games it kind of makes sense because often you need kind of like military sounding clear-cut English accents for a lot of things like that so I thought probably at some point that would probably come across my way I just didn't realize how much Mm. Um, and yeah so then it's just kind of happened from there I did a, a small indie called Once Upon a Crime in the West and then after that did... Sorry, no, no, the first one was Bravo Team for PSVR, the PlayStation VR game, Bravo Team. Okay. And then a few little baby ones for, like, indie PC games. And then Star Citizen came along out of nowhere, and I thought I completely messed up the audition because it was a humiliating audition. And I didn't. They offered me two parts, and then here I am. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you able to tell us about this humiliating audition, or is it... Uh... Oh, my God, yeah, it was just, I think... I think when it comes to voice stuff like that, they just want to hear what you sound like. So they were seeing loads of people. People were going in and out mm-hmm. every few minutes. 
they just gave you a piece of paper and said, you know, read this monologue to the camera in English and also read it in American. And then they just wanted me to run around the room shouting commands. And I was uh-huh. literally running around a very small room shouting like, you know, get down soldier or whatever. I can't remember what it was, but it was just like shouting commandery sounds from a sheet of paper okay. to about five people that looked like they wanted me to leave already. Um, so I was, I was emotionally blocking it out before I left the room. No one was smiling. No one was chatty. It was silent in the room and I was just running around leaping and shouting. It was horrific. <laughs> and well, that just I finished. probably means they were very into it, you know, paying close attention to I think they just, I probably was maybe the hundredth person they'd seen. Cause mm. they, they, it is just like that. It's just pick someone, go in and they just hear you. They decide within five seconds, et cetera, leave. Um, so in, out, in, out. And then I finished and she was like, all right, cheers, bye. And I just left and I thought, okay. And I remember leaving an emotion that completely forgot it. Imid- like I immediately forgot that I'd done it afterwards on purpose. And I just carried on and went home. You just dissociated um, like, okay, that happened. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like some auditions, you have a really good time and they're really memorable experience, even if they're not something that you get. Mm-hmm. But some of them are so embarrassing and you feel so silly. And you also feel like such a minute number in the grand scheme of this career that I'm in. Sometimes it does make you feel very small. Mm. Um, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's great and you love being it. And sometimes you're like, wow, I'm literally like one in a million. And that's what that day made me feel like. And I was like, okay, forgetting about that. And then, yeah, a week later, my agent was like, they're going to give you a couple of parts if that's all right. It's full mocap. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, please. That's amazing. And yeah, that How was my you... full time doing full mocap. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure Maya will also be very interested in this uh, sort of tidbit. But how do you actually land an audition like this? Because you know Maya being a uh, fledgling voiceover artist as well. So ah, see, I get this question a lot, but it's just through having an agent. Mm. So like, I'm my agent gets me the audition and I go. It's kind of like it's quite difficult to do that without someone representing you. But mm. I do know in America, people have been telling me that there's like websites and stuff that you can upload your voice to and stuff. I don't, I don't see that so much in the UK, but maybe in America that that is something that's a little bit more possible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there, there's about maybe 25 specific voice agents that are specifically for your voice. My, my agent actually just has a voice department as my general agent. So I have my agent that my agency and they have a film and TV department, they have a voice department, they have a video game department and a commercial department. So I'll hear from I'll hear from all of them throughout the months, depending on what comes up. So, yeah, the voice department just started expanding and then suddenly video games were a thing that I was able to audition for. And she was like, I don't know if you're into games and stuff, but you can audition for this if you want next week. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so, yeah, that was just kind of it just I was very lucky in that regard, I guess. But guess going from nothing straight into voice work, you're probably looking more at a voice agency that's Mm. specifically dedicated to that. Yeah. And a voice reel is where you need to start with. And that's where you get all your like an example of all of your voice in one place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, definitely getting an agent is uh, for anybody listening who wants to get into voiceover work is the first thing that you uh, you kind of need to do. Otherwise, mm. it's it is uh, an uphill battle. Doggy dog world. Oh yeah, yeah. hundred <laughs> mm. percent. Mm. Um, but yeah, like uh, I guess with Star Citizen, you said you've been a gamer since you were thirteen. So what kind of games have you been playing mm. and stuff like that? You know, like uh, what what led you to where you are right now? You know, like in the game kind of sphere of things. So I played Tomb Raider since. It, since it was out on PlayStation 2. I mm-hmm. never actually played any of the PS1. When I was playing, when I played PS1, it was more Crash Team Racing, Spider-Man type situation on PS1. Right. And then when Lara Croft became a thing, 
especially at the time, there wasn't a huge amount of female-led games out there, to be honest. Lara Croft was really big for someone like me, being like, oh, I can play as a girl? That's amazing. And so, yeah, Tomb Raider was, was huge. And I played all of those, completely loved that. The really challenging puzzles, but also the shooting and the exploring and all of that was just so fantastic. And then when I got a bit older, weirdly, Just Cause was the game that made me flip into full-on gamer mode mm-hmm. because I think I think it had the elements of Grand Theft Auto but with an actual story that wasn't just kind of meaningless murder and gangsters and violence and stuff like that it was actually about like revolution and the the exteriors were so beautiful and you could use any vehicle that was I remember seeing the TV advert and it, the advertised thing was there was like there was 52 unique vehicles that you could get into at any time, whether that was a plane, a boat, you know, a car, a motorbike, anything. And I thought that is insane. I, I just, and at the time that was, that was kind of very unusual for mm-hmm. a game to be like, here's, here's a space. You can do anything and go anywhere and drive anything. And then I was like, okay, I need that. And then I asked for that for, for Christmas. And then I kind of just became obsessed with video games. And I just played them every day. I've played so many now, so many, but yeah, predominantly console. And I have been a console gamer for about yeah, 12, 12 years until Star Citizen. And here I am with a PC. Thank you to everyone that contributed to that. You, you didn't actually know about Star Citizen until no. after you auditioned for it, did you? Not at all, no. You thought it was another so indie game, did you? I didn't know whether it was indie, but I think PC just felt like a whole different world to me. I, if, if someone was like, have you played this? I'd be like, oh, is it console or PC? And if it was PC, I would have never have heard of it. Right. I just wouldn't have done. Um, I just obviously, you know, a AAA game comes out for PlayStation. I would, I would know what that was. Yeah. A big game for PC. It almost doesn't even have the same coverage. The people that, the circles are even different. The people that play console and PC are often completely separate groups of people. Mm-hmm. So I just wouldn't, yeah, I never, ever, ever heard it. Um, and then I Googled it and obviously it's like one of the biggest crowdfunders in the world. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Not but, yeah. counting cryptocurrencies, which, you know, fluctuate wildly every day. It is the biggest crowdfunding campaign ever. Still $300 million. Dollars, yeah. mm-hmm. 370 by now, I think. Something crazy like that. But yeah, with the game starts with this and it's like a, not, not a secret, but at the same time, it's not like actively marketed like uh, in the same way other games are. And so yes. you either know a lot about it or you know nothing about it. It's a very interesting yes. kind of thing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. It's a Marmite sandwich. You what? It's a Marmite sandwich in terms of video games. In terms of liking it or hating it? or Yeah, that as well. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> I was like, does the bread have a relevance? Or? Yeah, I was like... <laughs> The the community is the bread. Ah, I see. Uh, I didn't get my sleep, I'm sorry. Um, uh, but, so so how, the one of the main reasons why I asked you to come on the show is your um, starting experience with Star Citizen. You are a gamer, like you said, but yeah. nothing on PC before. Nothing. And also, you started as being a character in the game before you actually played the game uh what is that like as in coming into a game and then being like oh that's me yes i i really wish i hadn't googled um 
like I was just Googling people exploring New Babbage. So I mm-hmm. saw myself before I got to meet myself, like organically. I wish I hadn't done that because I never thought I would play it. I never had a PC. So why would I? You know, I just I just yeah. thought it'd be something that I would have to Google. Um, Almost. Yeah. So other than Bravo team, which I obviously played straight away and it was really funny hearing myself telling myself what to do because um, I'm the lead voice in that. And it's kind of like that my voice takes you around the whole story. So that was very, very weird. But with PC, I was I was used to Googling people playing it, seeing it and being like, oh, that's cool. You know, clipping a bit of it, maybe putting it on my Instagram and being like anyone that plays PC, I'm in this, you know. But so I, I had already Googled, you know, New Babbage and just trying to find people talking to the hologram because mm-hmm. she, she didn't have a character name either. So I, I didn't know what to do. So I was just watching endless streams of people <laughs> play, walking around Microtech. And then Board Gamer, I came across a video on Board Gamer, and he was chatting to me in the in the video, and he spoke to me for a few seconds, and then he at the end he just went terrifying, <laughs> and I thought that is so brilliant, it was priceless, and I I clipped it and I put it on Twitter, and he he was like he he found the tweet basically and was like hey I'm certain you know no offense yeah great work etc and then we kind of had a joke about it he retweeted it. And then I think more people became aware that that was me because of Board Gamer. Mm. And then, yeah, so it was less of a shock, basically, long story short, coming to coming across myself because I had seen it on YouTube. But actually seeing her, I've always wanted to play a robot. I think something about a hologram and a robot is very cool compared to a human being. That's not something that I will ever get a chance to do in in kind of any other context other than a video game. So it Mm -hmm. was really cool to be like, oh, wow. I'm not human. That's that was really cool, and the fact that I believed myself as well. She did. She genuinely did feel um, machine-like to me, which is what I wanted to achieve. So I was happy that uh, happy that I thought that I did that. So that, yeah, it was great. It was just so much fun to see her. <laughs> it's my most watched clip, I think, on stream. If I if I go to my my Twitch channel clips, the, the most watched is everyone wanting to see me see her. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Um, yeah, you you stream, right? So, um, what, yeah. what what's your uh, your stream handle? Maybe we can get that into chat so people. Can it's just it. my full name. Yeah, I okay. think because I'm an actor, and I wonder if people, it probably will be less likely for people to find who I am. I guess if I don't have it, so it's just Anna Dimitrio. Okay, I think it's two underscores between. The it is on Twitter, names. not on anything. Ah, else. okay, right. right. Someone else is Anna. Right. got Anna Dimitrio on Twitter. So rude. <laughs> but yes I've been streaming Star Citizen every Tuesday and learning a lot in the process but had some fun collabs with Cobra TV and Captain Burks mm. also wearing my Cobra TV hoodie that arrived today oh sweet nice repping the team rep because they have they Respect. literally I wouldn't have the PC I wouldn't have any of the, the community that I have without Cobra he really has uh, helped me with that it was amazing but yeah, and hopefully, hopefully collabing with morphologists at some point as well next month. Does that be that be cool? Mm. Oh, That'd epic! Be really cool. I wonder if he can, he can like uh, snag you to do like a like one of the uh, to reprise your Lady Babbage role, I suppose, like for one of his things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, every single player of Star Citizen has a different way of playing it, and different parts that they enjoy, and different methods that they have of playing so it's it's really interesting playing with big streamers that are used to playing it on such a regular basis mm-hmm. um because they all have their different ways of appreciating different things so mm. and, and teaching me different things so yeah it's been really really fun have really you fun. played on your own yet like yes. completely on your own 
Yes, a little bit. I think, I mean, the second I start streaming Star Citizen, there's like immediately 160 people watching me. And I think whilst I'm whilst I'm trying to build my my Twitch channel, it feels like a waste to not play and not have people helping me there. <laughs> yeah. At some point but, you start feeling guilty, really. Like if you yeah, start playing if, games. Yeah, if I was playing, streaming. occasionally I've been wandering around. Like, for example, I know people are going to get sassy in the chat, but I I'm, because I've been a console gamer for so long, mouse and keyboard is something that really doesn't work for me. Mm. I've tried. I tried for about five weeks and it was okay but I really really it just I can't enjoy it as much as I would if I was with a controller so I bought the Xbox Elite Series 2 and I was configuring that and I'm enjoying it a lot more now that I've got the controller um but yeah I was just playing by myself just trying to jump around and fly and etc and immediately obviously everyone that I'm friends with on the game just found me straight away (laughs) there's suddenly like a little pack and I was like guys I'm not playing for proper I'm just trying to jump (laughs) but Oh, yeah, yeah the, I do. I do those need kind to of test time. streams are are, are the amazing. They're the most, the best, the most organic. Because when you don't plan to do anything, basically, yes. I'm just gonna go figure out which controls feel best, and all of a sudden you got 150 people watching, and you're off to do crime and end up in <laughs> clasher and stuff like that. Suddenly, I was in prison. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I, I do. There's there's definitely a time where I just want to be able to sit and see. But I wonder what what I would do probably if I was by myself, would be wandering around and asking, probably, you know, texting Gal, my mod, questions about mm. where, where to go, which is all something I would do on stream anyway. So I think it's it's almost helping me doing it with everyone there because everyone's letting me know what we you know. That doesn't do that. This breaks, etc. And there's, I mean, there's backseat gaming, which pisses me off, but this is not, that's that's not what Star Citizen does. A lot of the time, it's actually more kind of like just teaching me how it works because there's Tech so support. much to, to learn. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I'm playing, you know, if I start playing a PlayStation game and they're like, not in there, go left, do that. Mm. So I will start getting frustrated. Yeah. But on Star Citizen, it's more like you can do that if you want, or you can try, you, if you, sometimes you can do this with this and you can use that to do this. And that's actually just teaching me and helping me learn. So bit different i guess it's yeah, it, it, like go on yeah the the difficulty curve the learning curve is very steep when it comes to star citizen just because there's it no wants to be yeah, yeah, you get in the there's game, no explanation there's and it wants to be every game ever mm-hmm. uh so like the list of controls is a uh, like 10 times longer than on than all the console games combined at this point the controls were the thing that is still it's still like how what what you you sit in your ship for example and there's you know 15 different things you can press any other game you just get off the ground and you start flying and in star citizen it's like there's this there's the turret you can turn this on you can turn this off you can rise tilt all this stuff which so yeah that's it's been a really big learning curve control wise for sure mm. i think biggest for me yeah so uh so are, go on go for go for uh, are you familiar with RP streaming? Define RP as in roleplay. Yeah, as in roleplay. So like uh, you you assume a character that you kind of like make up in the back of your mind and you play the game as if you were playing as that character. So oh my God. you interact. That and... makes a lot of sense as well because there isn't mm. a linear storyline in Star Citizen. So you would create your own. In that exactly. Regard. Yeah. Um. So there are games out there like uh, Grand Theft Auto um, 5 and stuff that do have RP mm. servers and stuff. But um, there's been a bit of a resurgence of RP within Star Citizen, like uh, people doing improv and stuff and like just being their character. Because once you've played the game for a bit, you know, like and you've done everything, then it kind of becomes a bit samey. But the moment you kind of assume a character and, you know, you have a group and, you know, like, you know, all right, I'm my six, let's do this, that, you know, then it all of a sudden kind of becomes something else. 
Um, yes. Yeah. And that's so why I really want to make sure I'm only streaming it once a week because I think it's still exciting if I leave it that long between streams. If mm-hmm. I was doing it three times a week just for the sake of the numbers or whatever, yeah. you know, then I think it will actually become less exciting. And then every single Tuesday, you know, everyone bundles in and we just go, okay, what on earth can we do today? And that's <laughs> something that's really refreshing about it rather than exhausting mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm really excited for the for Orison and everything else that's coming out. That looks it looks stunning. So mm. I think that's going to be really really exciting. And I know everyone's very thirsty for that as well. So that's really cool. Soon. So I was going to say before is that when it comes to um, first player experiences, you had quite an easygoing task with everybody lending a head and not being able to actually get lost or stuck on something and feel like you're not getting anywhere with the game and it feeling okay. like it's just too much. Is it, are you saying, did I feel that it's helped me? Yeah. Like having you, everyone, or you mean coming into the game in 2021? No, both. Like, well, no, with, uh, with everyone helping you out, do you think like that was oh, yeah. beneficial instead of trying to figure everything out on your own? That's a good question. That's a very good question, I think, because the only time that I'm extremely patient is with video games because... I think you have to be sometimes. To call yourself a gamer and be impatient is actually almost, they don't go together. You, you can't start a game and, you know, be hitting your head against the wall. I can't do it and then quit. And that's what, I think sometimes I, I play video games with my friends that aren't gamers and they're like, oh, you know, they die and then think, they, you know, that's the time to turn off. And it's not, it's about perseverance. So I probably, I probably would have been sat there trying to work it out for a long time. And I probably would have maybe understood by myself 75% of what I know now, but there's just an extra bit that I can't know unless someone's been playing it for you mm. know, three three years or something. Yeah. People have been playing this game for a long time. Especially and the bug workarounds, like the, the, the persistent bugs. Oh, the bug bugs. workarounds. Yeah, so like the first time I was playing it, I was in a train at Microtech with Gal and the door wouldn't open when it gets to the stop. And he was like, oh, this is going to happen. We will, we'll never be able to get off the train. So we've just got to close the game now and restart i you know obviously who thinks to restart if the door's not opening so like because you'd think that oh it will open at the next one or whatever so i wouldn't know that stuff and yeah the times an elevator turns into a black hole and things like that i wouldn't know that that would kill me i would just probably be like oh do i keep going and then the the elevator will appear no yeah i think that's the nature start. of the game as it is right now really because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still an alpha and it's not really out um, there's a lot of yes. b- about the game that um, is you kind of have to dig or somebody else has done the digging for you. So mm. I think that when you do play it from the perspective of a streamer, it really does kind of help you because um, anything that would have passed you by that way is is kind of just there for you, um, you know, like in a really cool way, I feel. So I, I, for sure. Yeah. So I think that you, you're, you're kind of getting the uh, the best experience, as it were, for Star Citizen, in my opinion. Totally. And I th- <laughs> I think because it is a crowdfunder, it it has a community that no other game that I'm aware of can possibly have a community because everything else you just get handed a disc and everyone plays it, mm-hmm. and the community is based off liking it or not liking it, not not due to the fact that everyone has helped building it. Yeah. Um. Nobody else has a hand in building a PS4 game or a PS5 game. It just you know you buy it once and there you go. This is something that has been built over a bunch of people, millions of people. Um, over a long time so everyone is is very familiar and almost is like a family so coming into that is has been a whole new different kind of experience and in, in in the best way yeah 
I would mm. I would say the community of Star Citizen is kind of different in general from like the communities of other games. Even before, you know, we had doors not opening on trains and microtech and stuff, you know, like we've had massive community engagement in Star Citizen. We've had things called bar citizens for as long as the game has been, you know, existed. Someone's linked me to that Discord yeah. straight away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I don't, there isn't a single other game out there that I know does things as frequently like that and on a global scale. It's, um, exactly. yeah, something just crazy. Um, exactly. To kind of bring the discussion back to your voiceover work. Um, mm. So with, um, I suppose, Rowena Dully, or in fact, let's start with, uh, with, with the Microtech uh, VI, uh, like a, hologram that you did um yeah. what was it like i mean so you said it was uh it was mocapped and all that stuff can you like walk us through what happened and how you know like uh i guess the process of capturing that those characters ah good point so i i didn't think that a hologram would be mocapped because she doesn't move mm -hmm. but it was <laughs> so yeah it was filmed I, can't, I literally can't remember when it was a long time ago actually when that actually happened probably two three years oh two three, three years ago maybe now mm -hmm. um when that was actually done done but it was it wasn't in london so I, I got a train to another place they put me up in a hotel and then in the morning was driven over to the mocap studio and put myself in a mocap suit and honestly i was not the fact that I've done motion capture is more exciting to me than, than maybe any, any other part of the job because I'm, you know, I'm so happy to just talk into a microphone. I can do that at any time. You know, I'm lucky. I'm just grateful that someone, you know, pays me for it. But in terms of mocap, that's something that I'd sit, I'd sat and watched on YouTube yeah. for hours. I, the making of Beyond Two Souls, for example, was something I got really obsessed with because that was quite um, unique when that came out and you've got Ellen Page you know Elliot Page now with the with all the dots mm -hmm. um, on his face and and Willem Dafoe and all of that it was just like it was like this is insane it's like you're acting for real except they're just transferring that into a video game it was so groundbreaking um, and so the idea that I could look at myself in the mirror and I looked like that from all those videos was just like I could die happy. I could literally die happy at that moment. So yeah, but it was it was all it was an eight hour day. Um, we did it all in one day. Um, about eight till. Oh yeah, from from eight in the morning, and I don't function very well in the morning. But <laughs> when for motion capture, I will wake up at any time. Um, and it was just basically me rooted to one spot. I wasn't allowed to move my feet, but they said you know the, even though the hologram is. A robot, we still want her to feel quite natural. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you, you can still move your shoulders and your upper body and keep it quite friendly and just how you would behave if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to do a hand gesture, that's fine. So there's a little, there's a bit in at the end sometimes when you're done talking to Miss Babbage and she leans forward and goes, can I help you with anything else? And that, that little like arm movement, I remember doing that, which is funny because I, that wouldn't be there if I hadn't decided to do that mm. on the day. It's quite funny. And the little dance she does every once in a while, that, is that you as well? What? As in, like, she doesn't, no, she doesn't, like, you know, says, do a can-can, no. but she sways. Yeah, exactly. No. It, oh, I think that must have been me. Yeah, they must have, I think they did say do some random, yeah, yeah, that must have been me. Mm -hmm. But it was so long ago, but yeah, it must have, must have. And then with Rowena Dooley, they had, like, um, they, it was something, because obviously she's, like, organizing and directing you from, a, from like, a, a technical hub with screens and stuff. I had to pretend that I had a laptop, so they gave me like a wooden a wooden stand, and I was pretending to type on that stand. I love you it, know, but also and re referencing you know a screen that not even exist. a real laptop. Yeah, I love it. it. Oh, like no. if they it they, they paid to move you over to like uh, the Imaginarium, but they wouldn't actually give you a prop laptop. 
Here's some wood. <laughs> That's amazing. So, Here's a piece of wood. Yeah. Uh, Gigantor. Sorry, just quickly. Of course I did. Of course I did. I fully paid like a normal job. My agent would have never let me do anything for free of that scale. <laughs> so no, don't worry. Yeah, they pay me. They pay me very properly. They're a great bunch. Um, but yeah. So the, yeah, doing the mocap was just so much fun. And I they, they gave me a good photo at the end, which is actually in the about section of my Twitch channel. I thought it would be fun to pop it there. So if, any, if anyone wants to see that picture of the mocap suit is there with my little headset. I had a great time. It was just, I just wouldn't, didn't want it to finish, to be honest, mm. even though I was exhausted. Awesome. It was a lot harder than I thought as well. So with the arena one, were you seated all the time or were you standing um, for that? Nothing was seated. I didn't okay. seat for anything. All right. Yeah, all stood. Oh, all right. Stood. So like a modern standing desk, probably one of those Ikea ones that rises on the motor. Yeah, it was, they <laughs> definitely said, it's, this is from Ikea. Um, mm. <laughs> no. Space Ikea. Yeah, it was it's still around in 30th century. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a light shining in your face directly in front of your face the whole time because they need to obviously capture your facial expressions. So reading off the teleprompter at the same time as having a light shining directly into your retinas for eight hours was so difficult. And that's something that I didn't think of. You know, you, you just think you would just do it in a suit and act and read and it's fine. Yeah. But they, there is a light shining in the middle of your eyes for eight hours. And there was an, I had the ability to turn it off between takes and stuff. But mm -hmm. you just start seeing blind spots and it was it was hard. Yeah, it was hard. I wonder when they're going to switch over to like maybe infrared or ultraviolet light. So then they have like specially reflective pigment because they have to draw lines on your face. And that's basically mm. what they're tracking for the facial mm -hmm. animations. But I'm sure they could do something that's outside the visible spectrum and still have the same image without blinding the talent for eight hours a day, you know? In, I mean, infrared seems completely plausible to me. So that I, I They already use that, that for actual body capture. Yeah. They could. But where's the fun in that? <laughs> yes let's bl yes blind them for fun exactly mm. <laughs> bionuke says x-ray <laughs> yeah. yeah why don't they just x-ray me for god's sake how dare they not x-ray me so of the two what like, was your like in 20 one? years you'll know who is who was the most prominent prominent voice actor or mocap actor back in the day because they all can't see anymore that's right no one can see everyone's yeah. blind mm. Everyone's blind. Sorry, Maya, did you say something? Oh, no, I was just um, I was asking. So of the um, mm. the new Babbage uh, VI and of Arena Dully, or Dooley, um, sorry, I, I keep doing it. Um, Dooley, which one was no, your favorite? Oh, Miss Babbage, I can't. There's nothing. There's, there's just in terms of like heart to heart connection. I just love her. And I think I think I received more love from being her than I did Rowena Dilly because if anything everyone was like Rowena Dilly scares me she's really angry with me all the time she's really authoritative I, yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny because that's the that's actually that's the motion capture that I was able to ask the studio for mm -hmm. therefore put on YouTube and Twitter therefore has everybody you know following me now that's the only having clearance to post that clip is the only way that people would have known who I was mm -hmm. so thank you know grateful to Rowena Dilly for for everybody here with the community however miss babbage is still i think the one that everyone has like an emotional connection to because it was the first time that was probably that kind of image in the game there was a, you know a lot of the time it's a lot of voice work and you hear like people over the tannoys but coming to a new upload in star citizen and then seeing her i think people people have a different connection to that because it was exciting when, yeah. when they finally landed at new babbage and she was there to tell you and she felt quite human and people were sending me pictures of of themselves meeting her and giving me like you know the thumbs up and it was someone said that it was like a pilgrimage every time they go to, to miss 
to, to go to New Babbage, they pop by, see her and ask her a joke and stuff. And I think it becomes part of people's routines. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm more attached to her for that reason. Rowena Dooley is just very angry and sassy the whole time. <laughs> and there's two of you when it comes to Ms. Babbage. So there's that. Two of, oh, as in like me everywhere. There's, about no, well, there's, there's loads of them, isn't there? Uh, like three? There's, there's one at the spaceports and there's one at the, uh, the promenade when you go to the bar. Yeah. Is there more? I don't think so. I feel like the chat might know. I feel like there was a couple, a few of them, but maybe I'm wrong. Chat I was running knows, around. Yeah. I was walking oh. around New Babbage trying to work out where she was, and Gal kept being like, not there, not there yet, because we wanted to try and explore without meeting me first. We just wanted to have a look at everything. Ah. And he was like, you can't go that way. You can't go that way. Well, then again, yeah. when, with it, when you were Rowena Dooley, you played on every screen in the system when you were <laughs> sending out your reports. That is true. Uh, yeah. How, okay. So, uh, this is more of a is it is it a technical, but more of a like a how do you feel that CIG has translated your performance into the game when you watch um, your the characters perform? Does it mm. feel like you're watching yourself, or as, is it more um, removed from that? I think the only one I've I've been able to see in action in that sense was Miss Babbage because I came to the game after Xenothreat. So I didn't get to even play or hear Rowena say or do anything. I just saw like occasional clips of people in the background. Like she, you know, talks over a lot of shooting of an Idris. So like, (laughs) um, but seeing, seeing the, yeah, it is funny, isn't it? It does feel removed. I think it does feel removed. I'm not listening to Miss Babbage going, oh, I remember being in that mocap room. A lot of the time I'm just listening to it as part of a video game, which is good in a way, because as a gamer, you'd hope that that wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't take, you know, you don't want to yeah. ruin a game for yourself. Take you from the experience. Yeah. Like for, I'm, exa- I'm absolutely obsessed, for example, with The Last of Us Part Two, and I watched so many interviews with them, the actors there. And because a lot of them you know, huge fans of Last of Us, the first one, and imagine coming to a game and having the second one completely ruined for you because you're in it. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if that happens. And I think, I think it must be a different thing hearing yourself um, whilst you want to really get emotionally involved with something. But I think it's easier to feel removed when it is just a hologram and it's not something emotionally mm. foreboding. Mm. Um, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. The other oh, characters be- that I've done since have been more story-based, so maybe mm. it'll feel different. Oh, well, you will be able to see Rowena again when Xenothreat returns, um, as it has as as it has been announced. Uh, it, there probably won't be a lore reason why it re- why it's coming back. It's probably just okay. We learned what oh, we did wrong we with, they the, were dead with, and with the first time dead. around. Oh, or could be, yeah, could maybe that's why we didn't get any rewards because they just buggered off and we didn't actually kill them. You didn't get a reward. No. Mm. What? Well. I mean, this is kind of the reward, I think, you know, but you know, mm. it's on our yes, channel. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am the reward. They're like, okay, in response, you can have Anna Dimitria playing Sussistin. Badly, very badly. Hey, I watched you play the first time and it took you quite a long time to crash for, for the very That's first true. time. The first crash, the first crash that I did was because I had cruise control toggled and I didn't know that I had cruise control on. So I was there. Um, just, you know, trying to slow down, trying to land, and the ship was in full swing. I still do uh, that. So I, yeah, <laughs> it's the freaking, I'm never going to cruise control ever again. I need to do it all manual because I just forget that it's on and there I am smashing into a planet. Yeah. 
Classic. Actually, no, arguably, Darge, the first time I mm. died, died, even though it's not a crash, was when I just walked out of the airlock. The, Without a helmet. In the, in the 890. Is it the 890? It um, was the 890, yeah. 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 Just walked just out of an just airlock. fell out. Mm. I thought it was a door, and I just opened it, and I thought, what a lovely window, and just fell out and died. <laughs> there is also a clip of that. It's very funny. <laughs> so... I'm not sure if you'll be able to tell us because, you know, NDAs and stuff. So are there any other, like, uh, Star Citizen things for you on the horizon? or I don't know what I'm allowed to say, really. Or also whether they would mind, because it is such a community-based thing, isn't it? And it also there's no them suggesting this, you know, possibilities is not a yes or a no, is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but I, they did say that they have watched, they're watching my videos on YouTube and they've seen the fact that the community is engaging with me and that they found me and they're really excited by that. They said, they said that my videos have been circulating around the office, which is so funny to me. The the video of me receiving the PC and thanking everybody on YouTube. I'm so glad that that reached as many people as it did because I really wanted to be as grateful as I could be to everybody. And they said that they watched that when I was in the last time I was in the recording studio, they said we've been watching and obviously I did a big stream with, with Cobra at that time. There was, you know, 500 people watching that, including Star Citizen was watching that. And Xylo came into that. And so, and they tweeted it as well. So they, they've seen that what's happening. And I think they've seen that people are, you know, enjoying knowing that I'm here and I'm playing it. So they said to me, you know, if, if people like you this much, they said there's something we can, there's, there's things we can do with that, mm. which is, that's, that's what's that, they did, they did say that to me. That's so, really cool. Without, yeah, there's a few things probably I can't say, but that's something that was really nice to hear. And I think that they are aware that that it's worth bringing me back. So, and and, and it's crazy that that's all down to you guys and and, and that engagement. So you, you guys are kind of helping me continue work, working. Yeah, that's so okay. that's amazing. Yeah, hope to see more of you in Star Citizen for sure. Yeah, I'm having such a good time on it all, honestly. So- Best bunch. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, totally not biased at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in Squadron 42, though, or can you not even say that? I, I personally have not had any involvement with Squadron 42. No one's mentioned anything to me about that at all. But oh. when I bought the game at the beginning, I bought both. So I'm ready to play it whenever it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, well, knowing you, you um, that we've... We, at least interacted before, so I know that you're more into story-driven based games. Are you more yeah. interested in Squadron Forty Two as a story-based oh, narrative, for sure. or then sure. Star Citizen as the MMO? Yeah, um, I think if you can have if you can have the the graphics, the the kind of environments of Star Citizen, which is all the things that I'm enjoying the most about it now, is being able to like just start flying and see such a gorgeous environment and how it's designed and all of that on top of having a story that then I'm sold. So, so sold. So yeah, I really, really, really look forward to that. I really hope that it's executed in the way that everybody expects it to be. And I, I look forward to that a lot. Is there any kind of estimate on that at all? I don't know. Um, Squadron 42? Not really. Yeah. Answer uh, the call, 2016. Yeah. <laughs> soon. Uh, yeah, soon. Yeah, soon. Uh, we, we have a question in chat. Um, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a really interesting one, actually, because I, I suppose it's, again, like just within the Star Citizen community, because, like, again, you either know about SC or you don't. But the question goes, does it tickle you that you are among the ranks, as it were, of Mark Strong, Mark Hamill, Henry Cavill as being, you know, part of the Star, the Star Citizen community? As in, like, whenever anybody thinks about this game, there are those names, but also you, your face, your voice are now part of that in almost 
I would say pretty much exactly equal, um, like, uh, uh, light. Equal light, yeah. really? That's, that's, I mean, that's incredible. It's funny because I don't, I think, I don't see myself in that ranking at all because I feel like they've got more of a spotlight on them and I feel like more, I do feel like sometimes the things that I've done are more kind of background characters, which is why I think I've been so humbled and flattered to see how much everyone loves Miss Babbage. <laughs> they've got, there's a, on my Discord, there's a pilgrimage page where people can post photos of, with, with her, but everyone just seems to love her and it, she seems to represent something that I didn't realise when I was doing it, but... It is definitely crazy knowing that you've done something with those names, isn't it? I think mm. it just would be. It just 100% would be. Yeah. And I didn't even realise Citizen Con was a thing. That would be so, so cool <laughs> to show up at that. Maybe if I in can full show up in as, full, yeah. full yeah. Ms. Babbage outfit. I yes. would 100%. <laughs> if, they, if they asked me to come, I would so love to come and I would so make sure that there was some kind of outfit I could try and replicate that. Get that the tie and everything. Yeah, I know that once it is in Con, I think it was like maybe two or three years ago, they had a costumer mm. in and they had people dressed up as like, you know, different characters from the universe. So it's not out of the question, you know, like, no. uh, yeah, that'd be yeah, really cool. It was in Austin and they had, it, it was it was set up as sort of like a, a proper fl con floor for the manufacturers and every manufacturer had a booth and they hired actors yeah. and put them in costumes to try to sell you ships as if this was an actual inverse it was like sales floor yeah it was like a disney world sales floor is amazing it was it was mm. the best <laughs> i can't believe that the year am i right that the year before the pandemic it was in manchester which yeah. is something that i can mm. i can literally get to in a bloody couple of hours and then knowing me it's probably going to be in like the furthest place possible next year um, I know it. Yeah, I feel it in my mind. Maybe in Russia. Yeah, it was supposed to in be Russia. in. Nah, in 2020, it was supposed to be in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. and, and then 2021, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Yeah. So Sorry. if they continue the the um the cadence while without breakage, so the next one will be in Austin mm. in 2022, and then to Manchester wow. back in 2023. But we actually don't know anymore. I go now. Yes, maybe the the, the two they, they 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 missed will just say, "All right, it, those years didn't happen, so we'll just continue the pattern from where it was supposed to continue." Mm. Mm. Well, I'm ready. Yeah, I mean that'd be really cool. I'm looking forward to it so much. I mean, like it's not even confirmed, but yes, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. Would, would, would you want to go? Would you want to go in an official capacity as an actual hologram, Miss Babbage, or as a fan cosplaying as Miss Babbage? Ooh. So I went to Manchester Comic Con as an actor for the Viking movie that I did, and that was actually just. I, I mean, I can't say that that wasn't fun because I got the gold wristband so I could go anywhere and do anything. Mm -hmm. And I, so I could go as, you can almost go as both because you, I did my interview, I did the panel and then you can also just go around and I just bought a, I bought mm -hmm. a pillow. You know that, you know that, you know that Japanese cartoon of the lazy egg? Is it called Gutama, like Gut Gutama or something? Anyway, I'm obsessed with that. There was a big pillow and I bought that, wandered around, I had a great time, got a burger and so, I mean, if I could go in, a, in an official capacity and stuff it as in, you know, get me a flight or something and I showed up, and it would be so much fun. And then also, hopefully afterwards, you could just wander around and be a regular mm. capacity at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to say no to, to that. Ever. Get, get poked by a fan, ask for a joke, and you only have the three jokes. <laughs> Did no you new record ones. No any new material. Jokes, it's or... not canon. Yeah. Did you record any more jokes or was it only the three or can you not say? 
Oh, guys, I wish I could remember, but I think it was the three. I remember that it was right at the end. They said there's going to be just some jokes. We, we don't know whether we're going to put them in or not, but just record them just for safety. Right. Um. So I recorded them. I obviously had no idea why they were funny or what the punchlines even meant because <laughs> I didn't understand the world. So I was just saying them in a way that I, I hoped sounded funny, but I still wouldn't understand why they were funny. Um, Are they, they're not, but... Uh... <laughs> Do you at least understand the context now? Yeah, so Moby, mm. Moby Gas as a as a punchline didn't understand what the Moby Glass was or anything like that. So mm. just having not played it, none of that made sense. But mm. it, they said just say this. They they just said say the punchline like it's a punchline. So I did, and hopefully that worked out. I mean, what's funny is that you're playing like this soulless robot. So like you not necessarily knowing what's funny, but knowing it's a joke actually, I think sells it even more. It was great. Oh yeah. right, that is a good. point. It helps sell it. Yeah, you don't have to try as much to be like data I think the, during the his... first time that I was hearing those jokes. The first time I saw Miss Babbage was on. There's like a, some kind of conference there was a big audience and they were playing her up on the screen i don't remember what kind of event that was or mm -hmm. why that was happening but they were like you know this is our this is our microtech hologram and they talked about it and there was a big room full of people and it was on a massive ridiculous huge screen yeah that was the manchester citizen con yeah. yeah oh was that citizen con there we go that's crazy mm. but yeah and she was wearing a different she was wearing a dress at that point and then they yes. changed it to her wearing this little uh, little suit yeah, um, there is a commercial for the 890 where um, it's basically a bunch of socialites gathering and they, at one point, they listened to a perform to an aria performed by this uh, woman and then they used that exact character's um, clothes for the, for, for the initial implementation of Ms. Babbage in videos, but when we actually got her in game, you got the, um, the white suit. Mm. That's so funny. Wow. So oh, we initially thought there was some sort some connection version. between the opera singer and and you or and, and or Miss Babbage, but I guess it's just they didn't have the outfit ready by the, at that point. I much prefer. I do like the little tie, so that's something that I'm more likely to try and re re recreate than that weird concertina dress. <laughs> True. <laughs> so hey, Infidel dog. Hey. Yeah. So, Anna, do you have anything uh, coming up? So, besides Star Citizen, of course, do you have anything coming mm. up in the works that you want to let people know about? Oh, I just wish that I could. For, and there's three three things coming out in the next two years that I'm really excited about. just can't talk about. Two of them are very big video games, and the third is an audiobook and for Ooh. Audible, which is really, really cool. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to I can't wait to be able to share these things. But just for, for safety, I will just keep an, a wrap on the title. But I'm very excited. and. Yeah, in the meantime, I kind of I also sing as well. So I've got an album coming out as soon as possible. I've got another single coming out in the next few uh, months. So that's really, really cool. Okay, what, what style? Um, what genre? Good, good question. What on earth is my genre? I, God, I don't know. Probably like a pop indie situation where it's kind of slow, but has pop elements. I don't know. It's very, it's, it's a weird one. I wish I had a, I had a genre. Me and my producer were trying to because to upload songs you have to put it into a category. And we yeah. were like, what is what is this category? <laughs> <laughs> I do, we don't really know. We don't really know. But it's been really sweet. The the gaming fans coming across the music and they were there's someone sent me a video of them listening to my single whilst quantuming through <laughs> quantuming through Star Citizen. And awesome. it felt like Inception. It was just it's, so sweet. Let's just say it's Microtech Nouveau Pop. Yes, there we go. Mm. Microtech Pop. Oh. What? So, so as building the universe out in Star Citizen, mm. have you thought about being a music 
like um a talon, but like a like a uh, what's the word? Helping Meyer. Like a like a like an artist, yes. musical artist inside the universe of Star Citizen. Since you As do have like the chops. Having the so- having songs in game. Yes. Oh my, my there, is, there is Gutter Wash as like this that. metal thrash punky metal band that you've probably seen posters and t-shirts of. Um and there's what, what's the band that does the um Podburn song? I don't know if it has a name, but they literally just came up with another band. It's um they just posted it on the Galactopedia. I forget their name, but they're based on Saisei and they came up with a whole new genre for it called S pop. Um which is like S pop, as in Sausage pop. No, Saisei pop. So it's like a ah. yeah, named after the planet Saisei. It's like a supposed to be like Japanese instruments with like nature sounds and stuff like that. Um, as like a that sounds like genre. totally up my alley. I should wow. definitely look into that. Uh, well, I'd love to. Um, it feels like a different section, doesn't it? it? Can be like, hi, I just did a character. Can you also take my song as well? Exactly right. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would do that, but my my. My producer is always like, you're doing all these games. Could you get the songs into the games? That would be mm. great exposure for the song. Can we please get the, please email them, email them, email them. And I'm like, I don't, I would hate for them to feel like I was being cheeky in mm. any way. But I would also, mm. of course, love that. Wait. Is Babbage singing in your ship? Yeah, I mean, should like, be a ship radio. As, they should be. I mean, as you're leaving mm. the next mocap session, be like, oh, here's my mixtape. Uh, like, uh, just in case you like or it. Or just start singing as I leave, like, mm. <laughs> anyway oh sorry don't worry that was just my new single no stress you can put it in the game if you want but no worries um anyway <laughs> no but that would be amazing especially we're getting orison now and they're just building out the universe more and more and and actual music as part of the culture has been missing so far you get ambient music um by the wonderful pedro camacho and I, I guess at yeah. new babbage in the club you got you know that thing yep. going on the that's club. not yeah it's very it's very mass effect bar isn't it yeah 100 percent. but we're kind of missing the sort of like the actual music from an artist from a performer from some some with something with with soul or character in it mm. Mm. well they do it in movies all the time don't they they have like the actor or the actresses playing in the credits at the end yeah one of their songs like hilarious example for that for some reason came to my head is spy kids they got. Um, That's a blast from the, the past. What was her name? Ju- Junie and Carmen. Carmen Cortez. There uh-huh. we go. She she was like singing for like Disney Channel when she was a kid, and then she was always she was always singing the trailer song at the end. Why can Miss Babbage not play in your ship? Hmm. Why not? In fact, I'll I'll send them an email with that strongly worded example, and I'll send <laughs> them a link to Spy Kids, and I'll be like, please if Spy see, Kids could do it. We definitely see attached should. a copy of Spy Kids too. Thank you. The entire, movie, the entire movie in a email attachment. Please refer to two hours thirty six. That mm. is Carmen Cortez. Thank you. <laughs> Signed, yours truly, Miss Babbage. Exclamation Signed mark. me. <laughs> Signed your, me. Your, yeah. yeah, yours, yours duly. Uh, uh, yeah, they they love you guys a lot. They keep saying I came in and I said, and I was like, hey guys on the on the cans, and they are saying you you don't even know how much this game has changed my life and kind of changed my whole direction. Like streaming, for example, has has not been really been possible without this this community, and it's just something that I've completely found like a happy place with. And I wouldn't be doing that without the game. It's all it's all kind of like had a huge knock on effect in my career and my work and how I spend my time. So I was just saying to them that thank you so much for for that opportunity. And they were saying we've got the best fans in the world. 
and they yeah they really they they know how much you guys love it and they really really are working hard and they take it really seriously That's they really great. do so anna we good to hear yeah we've uh we've had you here for quite a while is there anything else you would like to tell the community if there's anything other than, other than a massive thank you to everyone who's who's completely embraced me and loved the, loved um you, you just guys have just been so sweet and so supportive and encouraging in a way that i couldn't even be beyond anything i could expect i just want to say thank you to everybody who has ever watched anything or been a part of any of anything i've done from since being in the game i just i just want to say thank you really and if yeah i've got i mean i've probably got another 20 minutes if anyone has anything to ask if i've missed anything but i do yeah thank you for having me guys i've had such a lovely afternoon i have indeed thank you mm. once again for being here it's been amazing so yeah. what we normally do glad we had mm-hmm. i was gonna say what we, oh, we got a raid we have a raid oh we do have a raid thank you so much for the raid fight fighter phoenix so before we finish our podcast normally, what we do is we yeah. ask our guests... Uh, a, a... If they want to watch Spy Kids? Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> quick fire round questions. We, yeah, quick, 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 quick fire round questions. We could, add a movie, we could add a question that says, what's your favorite movie and why is it Spy Kids yeah. 2? Who's your favorite <laughs> Spy Kid? <laughs> it's an it's a exclusively Spy Kids themed questions yes, at the end. Of course. Mm. Yeah. Who's your favorite Spy Kid and why is it a thumb thumb? Do you remember the thumbs? Yes. Oh, <laughs> the only thing I remember from Spy Kids. It's a Spy great Kids. franchise. I never thought I'd be talking about Spy Kids here, but it is a great fan franchise. It really is. It was definitely something. <laughs> if you were a Spy Kid, what mission would you go on, gal? That's so funny. <laughs> All of them. Every single one. All of them. A box mission. A box, yeah. <sighs> Just pick up a box and try and deliver it. I did my mm -hmm. first successful box mission on Tuesday. It was my third attempt. The game was too buggy to let me do any of them before. I was feeling very accomplished. So, sandworm or space whale? And these are things that are... I mean, the whales the I'm really, really excited about. Okay. What's your favourite ship? Talon, hands down. No, no question. No question ever. What's your favorite non-star citizenship? Do you have one? As in like, what? Anything. As in like a yeah. spaceship in the world or a boat? Anything. Because when I hear ship, like, I think of The clock's ticking. Boats. Ten. Nine. There's a boat the in the harbor in, in the, London. Doesn't matter. The choice is yours. I don't know what it's called, but there's a giant boat that sits in the water on South Bank in London. I like that boat. That's a ship. Boat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Andromeda. It, no, it's not called the Andromeda, is it? What's the ship in Mass Effect? I love that ship. I'm very emotionally attached to that ship. Oh, yeah, the Normandy. Normandy, yeah. there we go. I love the Normandy. All right, perfect. I spent a lot of time on that from one to three. Loved, loved the Normandy. Mm. Nice and spacious. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. Mm. It's not a Bengal, but it's nice. It's not a Bengal. Yeah, everyone's excited about these. Yeah. The, the Bengal. Yeah. We did a we did a charity giveaway of a constellation Taurus this week. It was awesome. It was awesome. So in right. fact, I think Fox, Foxhound, you're in the chat now, aren't you? You won. Oh, just Foxhound. Congrats. Yeah, you're here. Mm. So oh, really, really cool to see these new things coming out. I love uh, the new ships are really really cool because they're all gen they are genuinely quite different. They have really do bring in kind of quite unique elements to each one, which is really good of them because obviously they could get quite blanket similar, mm. and they're not. Are you into mm. sci-fi much? Like, apart from Star Citizen and that kind of thing, have you ever watched, like, sci-fi shows? Like, Star Trek? Not, not, 
not normally, which everyone always is like shocked about. But we are working on getting myself educated in the realm of space. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I have right. played the own probably the connection. So I th- these are there's three things I'm living related to space in my whole life. I watched uh what's it called not stargate is a stargate a thing stargate yes. is a thing yeah stargate thing, was some yes. random video i had growing up and i watched that on my on vhs mm-hmm. then i have played mass effect one to three and then i have played alien isolation those are the three space related items in my life that don't involve star citizen okay nothing mm. else to do with space has yeah. has entered my I've realm been, i've been dreading the fast fire questions because there's so many of them are space related like the next was... one is Riker or picard but i no, you have no idea what any of that means. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Mm. But one day we watched Aliens together on a movie night. So that was a, a movie, a space movie that we watched. Mm-hmm. Love, love. Right. That but was last week. Yes, of, it was. Last the week. memories fresh, but also after you played I- Alien Isolation, so you yes. got everything spoiled. For I was you. literally like, "Oh, that's from. Oh, that's from. Oh, that." <laughs> it's all. It all made sense. The game suddenly clicked into place for me, and yes, don't worry. I will watch um, Star Wars and everything, and we will. I'll be able to understand all of these references that everyone's saying in the chat all the time. Mm. And or then Tally. we'll have you on the. Sh- oh. That's a good question. It's so funny. I'm watching a walkthrough. I'm watching um, one of my favorite streamers play it at the moment, and she's in a relationship with Garrus. And I'm always like, why? But <laughs> I feel like now I owe him that answer because she's really attached to him. And I feel, you know, like with a streamer is going through a game, you feel like emotionally attached to the game with that person. Yeah. So she, I feel like I need to say Garrus on her behalf. But mm. I probably would say Tally because she's funny. Yeah, Tally's mm. funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> this one will uh, also probably. Uh tell what sort of playthrough you went in your Mass Effect trilogy. Ashley or Caden? I think I went, I think, oh God, it was a long time ago. When were they out? Oh, wow. 10 years ago? Caden is in my, no, that's Jacob. I'm getting them confused. Was this a storyline? Well, let me just say, Ashley's the racist. The space racist. Was she? What did she do? Oh, she was like completely anti. Basically, Xeno threat. She would be Xeno threat. She was okay. Okay, not that. Caden, Caden, quickly. <laughs> I've just seen someone in the chat say Jack or Tally. Jack, five hundred percent. How could you not make Jack at least more fluid? How could you be heterosexual? It's just rude. <laughs> It was rude. No, no. Jack was Jack was epic. What what an incredible mm. character. Such yeah. a memorable character as well. She was amazing. I love Jack. Jack's so, my favorite. The sass that oozed from her. She didn't give me. a flying fig about what mm. anyone said. So uh, I love Jack. If you could act or voice act in any game or franchise, or like if if out of any franchise in the world, out of any game that exists in the past or the future, what would it be? What would be your your like, ideal oh, like fantasy my, game to act in. If it's not, if it was The Last of Us three, I I would I could happily fall off a cliff and pass away and not have any qualms about anything that I didn't do. <laughs> if they've let me voice, um, just I don't know a clicker, something a zombie. I don't care. Like I could just go, and then they could just <laughs> I could die happy still, just because my name would be on the credits of that of that franchise. I would die happy straight away. Fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that game, that game series, I think, means everything to me, to be honest. But there are loads of, there's a lot of franchises that I love, and I think I'm just lucky and happy to be here doing 
doing anything in any of them because it's just it's a world gaming in general is a world and a community that doesn't it doesn't feel like anything else it doesn't like the kind of community that I get from doing a movie or from doing anything else is not the kind of the, the fan base is so different and this it's so um pure and encouraging and supportive in a way that nothing else is mm. and I think I'm just passionate about the gaming world in general it kind of it's been a, a it's been a huge part of my life for over a decade so the more the more I'm in it in any capacity it just it is so it's just a blessing to me to be honest so anything anytime but the answer to the question would be the last of us right. awesome so, so. <laughs> all right and uh I suppose lastly where can we find you yes in life um in my room. No, I'm joking. Um, do you want... In fact, no, Gal's probably not in the chat now, is he? But um, Oh, he's still there. He's still there. Oh, is he? Probably guys. Yeah. Let me get my link tree. If anyone... Yeah, I mean, obviously, literally no pressure. I'm. If you want... If you guys want some really good Star Citizen player, do not follow me at all. But <laughs> if you do... There I am. There's my... All of my links, I think, are here. Copy that. I'll pop it in there if anyone wants to follow me on anything. And uh, oh, thanks, on the podcast guys, on YouTube, out. it'll be here just to make Dodge's yeah. life a little bit difficult. No, no, really I'll just put it, so put grateful. it, put it in the description like everything else. <laughs> um, you're not making me edit. I'm already already got so much work to do with this episode because of all the technical difficulties. So hmm. can't relate. Super grateful <laughs> for you guys having me. I really, really appreciate it. You guys yes, are such thank a, you such so a much wonderful bunch for and, finding yeah. just like an hour or two of your time for us. Uh, no, I know. It's fine. You're so busy, and I know. don't yeah. worry. Mm. So now <laughs> we will. One day I will be juggling less things. Um, but yeah, uh, I, no, it's 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 just a pleasure. Thank you for asking me. It's such a pleasure, and I look forward to catching a stream Maya at some point. Um, look forward to it. No pressure. Mm. I'll try and do the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the chat, being like, "Why are you not playing with the talent? Put get in the talent now." Do you even have a talent? Yeah, and then no, someone Maya. gifted me. Oh, Maya does. Uh, maybe. 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 It's not good enough. I mean, it's you can you can enough. you can buy it in game. I think I still have like two talons. Yeah. Do you? Yes. You know, for orange is my favorite color. Someone gifted me the orange paint as well, so I have now oh, got nice. the right. Everything's perfect. Mm. I've just got this nice orange talon. I just wish it had a cargo space so I could do a box mission in it or something, but no cargo. No, no. Mm. You need uh, you need the um, the prowler for that. I tell you what would be awesome for them to introduce like a same same uh, kind of concept as just cause if you could grapple something to the ship and just have it float through space as you're flying it would be so brilliant you could um, grapple three boxes yeah. and just have them dangling as you uh, fly just like you have the handheld um um tracker yes, beam there the, exactly the, the, like will that. be there there will be um ship based tracker beams the 315p has one the cutlass black has one i mean it's supposed to have one it's not in game yet but uh, it's coming so soon it was great to meet you too pyrophoric thank you very much for that can you be convinced to give stars as a role player shot with meyer when he plays rp yeah i need to do i need to understand more about what it is rather than just playing and picking an attitude it feels like it feels like there's more to it than that because everyone's talking about it like a proper thing uh i mean it, it is what you make of it i mean uh you can make a character you, you can basically like write a character sheet of like you know your uh your like aspirations your history like like dungeons and dragons basically or you can just uh -huh. basically go that you know this is my character this is the, my character's name and you can just improv the entire thing it's really up to you as a player 
um, with how you roleplay in Star Citizen. Because unlike other games like, you know, Grand Theft Auto RP and stuff like that, you're not mm. you're not applying to join like a whitelisted server where like, you know, it's nothing but streamers or nothing but like, you know, serious role players. It's just you yeah. playing the game. Um so it's completely free realm, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's uh it's kind of uncharted cha- territory, hundred percent improv kind of deal. It's uh you know, like if 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 it floats your boat, hit me up. We'll we'll do something. But otherwise, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. I, I like that you can change your character appearance pretty much at any time. Yeah. As well, have you tried mm. face over IP? Tried what? A uh, face over IP using your brio. You can like you can move your character's yeah. face and eyes and everything else and transmit it to everybody else around you. So you can like actually, uh, you know, like be a character moving your face and stuff she hasn't yet okay not yet no however it looks like i'm gonna be getting a toby at some point so hopefully that could be really really fun to try in the game as well because i know that with a controller as well that could really help Mm. help well the the toby is only for head head tracking doesn't actually do the face yeah but to be honest, I find it still really difficult to toggle between first-person perspective and then actually see, like, and then switching around and being able to see your character. It's mm. quite fiddly. It can be quite fiddly to get used to. Yeah. Because even, even if you switch perspective, in order to switch around and see the front of your character, you still have to Z and twist and things like that. So, so. you can save um, cameras and you can save, like, uh, camera locations and stuff. So, like, you can have preset angles for your character in each individual yeah. ship. It's a lot of like random stuff that takes a little while to get doing, but uh, but yeah, I mean, again, if it if it interests you or whatever. Well, then, yeah, yeah, if my I didn't realize my camera had that built in, so yeah. I, let me just I'll give it a go. Why not? It'd yeah, be hilarious. No, because you, you my don't, character. You don't, uh, no, it's any webcam that that can oh. see your face will track onto your eyes and your eyebrows and mouth and nose, and then will um, transmit that to your character's face in game. Yeah. Yeah. The the, like... the better a camera, the better <laughs> that translates to. So it's not glitchy and and twitchy and it looks it looks like you had a stroke recently. Um, but the brio is the brio is fantastic for that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, the way that I, I designed my character to look is a, the most similar to Miss Babbage that I possibly could. Uh-huh. And for some reason, she still looks miserable. She looks so unhappy. There's a natural scowl yeah. all the time. Yeah. So uh, that would probably help her look a bit happier, to be honest, because she does not look happy. The standard animations that play when you have that disabled are very concerned looking. Yes, yeah. very concerned. The but, but when you turn it on, the face relaxes um, and, and then you can drive it yourself. Yes. Okay, that is good to know then. Yeah. Well, Anna, once again, thank you so much for being here. And, no, um, not at all. Not yeah. at all. Thank you. All right. Well, um, ladies, I, I guess I was, was going to say ladies and gentlemen, but I was like, wait a ladies minute. Ladies in the chat. Yeah. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess you uh, you kind of like uh, brought us into this one. I guess you can read us out. Oh, well, again, thank you, everybody, for joining. Sorry for the technical hitches. And I hope to see you somewhere in the verse soon. Yeah. <laughs>